Hey everybody, so this is a follow-up to Shang-Chi. And uh, my criticism of the Mandarin discarding his name, the Mandarin, it's a minor criticism. I don't want you to think that I'm just making podcasts to bitch about this movie. Long story short, this movie is easily a four out of five. Depending on whether or not you're awake enough to read the subtitles, it's a five out of five. So this is does not change how I feel about the movie. It's a five-second scene in the movie that uh, it's not even worth talking about. But I just kind of want to make my point that they could have had it. So if you'll indulge this little piece of dramatic license, uh, and please remember that I've got nothing but love for this movie. I think that the script is fantastic, albeit depressing as hell for a superhero film, but then again, it's nowhere near as depressing as Batman. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, uh, forgive my, my lack of dramatic training, and uh, imagine a scene. The, if, if you didn't listen to the rest of my review, in, in the movie, the Mandarin basically just says uh, he thought it was stupid that this white man, because of racism, I, I think he mentions racism, he mentions something like that, uh, just uh, decides to call him the Mandarin, right? And name him after a, a fruit and a, and a dish. He says... That's just so ridiculous. I spent years building my criminal empire, right? He's literally talking to people, his family and his son's uh, really good friend who may or may not be his girlfriend. It's, they seem like best buddies. Now, they, they could leave it that way or they could become girlfriend, boyfriend. doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm satisfied with their relationship. They can go either way. Um, and he's talking casually about murdering hundreds of thousands of people and the weight of his discussion seems to be lost in his attempt to make a joke but he's really a hardcore murderer and gang leader so this is basically my general zod like impersonation or or, or monologue of how I would have changed that scene. A minor scene, which has no real impact on the movie, um, because, I mean, you see the Mandarin's essentially evil position or, or evil nature appear later on in the movie, okay? Although I think they could have ramped up his evil a little bit. Uh, I mean, dear God, this, this movie's a four out of five, five out of five, depending on how you look at it. It's a wonderful, fantastic movie. It, I mean, in terms of great Marvel movies, this one, ah, top 10, you know, top 10. My top 10 features Captain uh, Marvel. Uh, I don't care what people say about that movie. I think it was a fantastic movie. Brie Larson has a little bit of a wooden performance, but the message of the movie is absolutely amazing. It's actually a brave message about, um, you know, the apartheid in the Middle East, uh, among other things. And people say it's a feminist film. There's very little, little feminism, maybe a total of 
five minutes if you want to argue that it exists. Maybe five minutes. It's just an excellent film. Period. There's a lot more feminism in Terminator than in that movie. Um, I love Ant-Man. I love both the Ant-Man movies. Uh, I love Doctor Strange. I love the first Captain America movie. Uh, I love Shang-Chi. And, I mean, the, the two Spider-Man movies, I think, were fantastic. That's like my top ten. All right? I think the first Iron Man movie is really great. That's another, top, that's another one in top ten. Bottom ten, that's where you have Iron Man 2, uh, the Thor movies. The, the first two Thor movies, Ragnarok is fantastic. But the first two Thor movies are terrible. Um... You get my point, right? So, in terms of movies, this is easily top 10. So, please don't take anything I'm about to say as a criticism, as a serious criticism of the movie. It's like an alternate way that it could have been done. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and have this in two parts. So, this is the end of the first part, and the second part is going to be the rough draft monologue. Now, uh, in this rough draft monologue, I'm asking you to remember these two things. One, um, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I'm a writer. I usually rewrite my sentences five or six times. I write 60 to 80 words per minute, and then I will rewrite those words five times over before I'm happy with the sentence. So the actual speed at which I write before I come out with a final draft is probably one word per three minutes. So please keep that in mind. Uh, imagine that my voice has a much more powerful voice acting voice movie man style. So I don't have one. Uh, I don't have a movie man voice. But uh, imagine... The following, someone who said, uh, someone who's saying this, who may be a little soft-spoken, uh, whether or not they have an accent is immaterial, but uh, imagine this, uh, a Chinese guy uh, saying this, actually a Mongolian guy saying this, or I say Mongolian guy, I mean, you know, like, this guy's actually from the era of, of the Khans, okay, so Mongolian Empire guy who has lived over a thousand years, is giving this monologue about why he named himself after the Mandarin. Yeah. And the Mandarin. And the way he says, he says that name that I took years to build up. Like it's some sort of dish on a Chinese New Year's menu. I mean, what is, what is Mandarin, right? An orange, Mandarin orange. And what is an orange? It's a representation of life in and of itself. Now we know what's in there. We know vitamin C, uh, citric acid, uh, the, all other vitamins, minerals. I mean, even the rind of the orange 
is used in cooking because of the nutrients and vitamin. It may be bitter, but it it adds not just not just some sort of flavor to your dish, but it also helps to keep you alive. In fact, most of the vitamin C is in the webbing. And he said it like it meant nothing. Do you know how difficult it is to grow an orange tree? Do you know how many pesticides and, and nutrients we have to feed them in order to get the uh, grand orchards in uh, uh, Florida or California? The Spanish built their empire. Over, he, over in the North American continent on oranges. Just like I built my empire on the oranges across China. You need the vitamins and minerals. A thousand years ago, you didn't have vitamin C infused uh, milk or cereals you had to eat a fruit and if you didn't get your fruit your gums would turn black and your teeth would fall out and in order to get that fruit you had to have civilization and what would happen if somebody begs for fruit they get their fruit and they're not willing to work for it. How do you enforce civilization in a land that has no communications, no television, no cell phones, no telegraphs? You have to send messages that last for a lifetime. People paid in blood to have a simple orange to make sure their children didn't develop rickets or lose their permanent teeth the moment they got in. And I had to take that payment from people who refused to be part of my civilization. That's why they call me the Mandarin. I don't know if that's any good. That's just a rough draft. Basically, the whole point of that oh, is for me to stop before an alarm. <laughs> uh, that was my alarm on my phone that I forgot to disable on my day off. Uh, so, the whole point of that... now. Uh, it's just a rough draft. As you know, rough drafts have to be changed and altered. The point is, he's proud of his empire. And he considers himself to be a sort of victim. Because he had to force people who were ungrateful for his leadership and his command who turned on him the moment that he helped them avoid death, famine, and disease. 
He was the one who brought civilization to the world. He was the one who ended the feudalism and guaranteed people a chance at a prosperous future. And then these ungrateful people stood in his way after he helped them out. How dare they? That type of attitude. That's the attitude that he should have had. And he should have turned that sweet, succulent orange into something that represented the deaths of thousands upon thousands. Why he would go to such lengths of murdering people who didn't kneel to him. And so what if he required that they give him some money in return? So what if he taxed them? So what if he took from their farms? He gave them the ability to live in places that were unlivable. He gave them a civilization. He gave them security as long as they obeyed. That's how a dictator thinks. That's how a monster thinks. And he, he should have said that in, a ca in that casual conversation. And maybe I put in a little bit too much anger and too much of an evil voice into it. Maybe it should have just been lighthearted. Like, those people that opposed me, they were ungrateful. I saved those children from dying of famine. I saved the, uh, the elderly, elderly of 40 years old. I saved their lives and allowed them to live until they were 60 or 80. And those who opposed me needed to be shut down. Or something like that. But that's why the name the Mandarin means something. It was the symbol of the one thing that created my empire. He could have had something like that. And that would have been something where it's like, okay, you're a necessary evil type of guy, and if nobody else is going to be the evil, you will be the evil. I mean, it's a way to make somebody feel really uncomfortable about something that is just sweet. I mean, he could have started out, I mean, what's an orange? You pop it in your mouth, it's a sweet burst of beautiful flavor. And then he could have just taken on from there, bringing them up, saying, you know, I love orange juice, orange juice in the morning or whatever. In fact, he, they could have had a discussion while he was drinking orange juice, right? And he could have lifted that orange juice up. And he could have talked about how that orange juice represented the blood of everyone who stood in his way. So it could have gone from them enjoying a nice little dinner to, the, to them just kind of feeling like, oh, fuck me. It could have also played into the ending, the end-end credit scene uh, that you see. I won't spoil it, but uh, that speech could have been like the speech, which would have really played into the end credit scene. So that's my point of how the Mandarin should have and could have easily 
kept his name, the Mandarin. Especially with him basing, you know, talking about uh, the Spanish Empire and their oranges, their orange, the orchards, the orange orchards. And this and that, it's no different. What I did was no different than what anyone else did. If you stop and think about it, he's talking about one of the most brutal empires in the last few hundred years. The Spanish Empire was absolutely fucking brutal. And yet he starts off with the sweet flavor of, of a fresh glass of orange juice, compares himself to any other empire that's out there. I mean, we brought civilization to a brutal world. You know what this, they were doing when the Spanish came over? They were ripping hearts out of their chests. And then he could have gone on to, to say, and do you know what they were doing? They were killing baby. They were chopping each other's heads off, etc., etc., etc. I brought order to chaos. And I brought stability and good health with the oranges, you know, or whatever. And he could have gone on and then gone on to all of the evil deeds as he justified them. Well, talking about the need of, of the many just to live and how dare they oppose him. And anybody who opposes him opposes society. They're ungrateful. And so they're worth less than anyone else. That's the point of the monologue. And I do think that I would be revising it if I wrote it down. I probably would revise it about 10 times before I got happy with it. But that's what I mean. So maybe uh, I did some sort of decent acting for you. Maybe I gave you a decent, more or less on the spot. I won't say completely improvised because I was thinking about it for the last two hours. But, um, yeah, that's something that I would have put in. And don't forget, every single, you know, I mean, a lot of tyrants in the, in, the, in the world were named after things that people would consider silly. You know, but after he explains it, it would be, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, think about all the Yakuza games out there. White Lotus, or, um, anyway, you get what I mean. Uh, there are a lot of family crests in uh, Japan and China that are based off of what we would consider to be frilly things, right? So that's 12 minutes. Um, let me know if you agree with me, if you're just going to say your acting sucks, Kevin, or... Well, it's okay, but it's not quite there. Uh, yes. <laughs> My acting sucks. My monologue was kind of on the spot. Uh, so I just wanted to make a point. So if you can look at the point from the angle that I'm trying to make, I hope that you understood that. So you have a wonderful day. Take care, everybody. And uh, once again, please, please don't think I am attacking the screenwriter. Uh, please don't think I am attacking Marvel. Please don't think I'm attacking the movie. It's a wonderful, fantastic movie. It's just really kind of depressing for me. Um, you know, I, I can't even watch a lot. I can't watch a lot of movies because I just don't want to feel depressing movies. Uh, but I did watch his a good movie. And uh, so I hope you all have a 
wonderful day. I hope you enjoy the movie. And uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. And uh, take care. Love you all. Bye.